What's up? What's up? Welcome back, goddamn it, to another edition of Tell Me a Joke to God on Chasing the Dream. I'm your host, Monaco Man. It's Kyle Smith. Say the whole thing like a pimp, they ain't slick back. And today, man, we got the beautiful mustache, long, luxurious hell. Jesus ain't got nothing on this motherfucker's locks. Benjamin Hoffman. Hey, what up, Kyle? Oh, I love man. that. L- love that visual intro for the podcast. Yes, sir. Beautiful. Yes, sir. Yeah. Definitely. How you been, dude? I've been good. How you been, man? Oh, good, good. Travels was uh travels was pretty shitty. It was a shitty ride down here because the weather is terrible outside. Tell uh, me about it. Well, um, they had a lot of traffic on the way in, apparently. Uh, as soon as you got into the city, just traffic. Uh, no sun in sight. Didn't have no sun. And see, I came in earlier in the morning. And uh, it was very dreary. Very dreary. It didn't rain hard, but they had some heavy drizzle. How do you so, handle traffic? Mm, I'm asking the questions already. I'm sorry about it. that. No, no, no. no, no. Well, I, I, I zone out. I zone out most of the time. Okay. And uh, I just kind of... Um, I don't think about it. I'm just like, uh, well, eventually we'll get there. And then, you know, I try to think about the future of like what it's going to be like when I do get there. Okay. And so that kind of occupies my mind while I'm not there. I'm like, oh, damn it. I'm not here yet. But when I do get there, it shall be nice. That's beautiful. I uh, I was hanging out with my friend recently. He lives like out in the country. He's Mm -hmm. from like out by like Thibodeau or some shit like that. And he was coming into the city and he had been, he, we had like made plans to go to a Pelicans game. Yeah, and he was already complaining about the traffic uh, two days before he <laughs> got there. Yeah, and then when he got there, he was just, like complaining about the traffic. And I, he asked me if it bothered me, and I was like, "No, nah, man, it's it's been my whole life." But I guess since he's from the country, yeah, he's like. The, whole, the traffic is a lie. We don't have to be living this. <laughs> We're all in cages. Why can't I just take a fucking train? <laughs> it's like. I mean, you're not wrong, but... Yeah, I feel that, but, you know, yeah. I mean, the more people, the more traffic you're going to get, especially if people want to drive cars. Now we got self-driving cars, you know, electric cars and everything. People going to be in cars. It's going to be traffic. Traffic. Would you get in one thing. of those things? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I want to see how fast it goes. Would you trust it? Would you go... Uh, to, well, um, I've seen this show called Upgrade, and uh, the government is a lie, and I think that... Uh, you know, somebody could possibly try to kill you in a Tesla if they took over the motherboard. But I, <laughs> that's yeah, just yeah. the premise of the of the show. I mean, right? I think it, like, you ever think about how easy it would be to kill somebody? <laughs> kind of, sort of. It's too easy. Yeah. Like, people overcomplicate it. Especially the things that I know with electrical. I'm like, oh, I could fuck your world up real quick. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, like, have, like, mastermind yeah. capabilities. <laughs> a little bit. I'm just thinking, like, I don't know, you could just... You could do most things. Like you don't have to like hack into the mainframe no. and get someone on the highway. Yeah, no. To drive yeah, them off. I don't. Like, I don't need to get into their low jack so I can cut their shit. Yeah, off you could just get like a 50. rock. You know, yeah. <laughs> biblical <laughs> style. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully they walk under the right uh, stairscape and you know, we mm-hmm. can go ahead and drop a bowling ball or an anvil on them wouldn't that be nice if there were anvil st- i don't i haven't i haven't seen a proper anvil ever in my life i would not even be pissed even if they killed like good people if there was a serial killer who just killed people but like cartoon style yeah that would be like amazing. dropping anvils and like pianos i would enjoy to motherfuckers see that. like setting up banana peels like right by the cliff yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> who's walking over there who's going on to sleep on that banana peel right by the mm-hmm. edge of the cliff that's just some like wily e. coyote ass shit. Yeah. <laughs> some some acne races or something like that. Go yeah. ahead. And sabotage their shit real quick. You know. I I would be like that's fine. Like the you know, life's too short for us to not all collectively cuz you got to think about the collective. Collectively enjoy the story of, you know, how the serial a guy getting smashed with <laughs> <Yeah>. a <hand. laughs> that, that's uh, that's pretty exciting to think about it's mm-hmm. like ah uh, that that's many different ways you can really wily coyote that shit and and just and, and try to and try to go ahead and recreate a whole bunch of i'm gonna catch this roadrunner style uh killings did you ever uh, read infinite jests no. Did you ever pretend to read Infinite Jest? Uh, I, I haven't even heard of it. Like, if I would have really? heard of it, yeah, okay. I would, I would kind it's of follow like along. It's a really long, pretentious book uh-huh. by David Foster Wallace. Has someone read it? Do they have an audiobook? Uh, 
it would be hard to do an audio book because <laughs> oh uh, like it's so the book is like you got to read the uh, like footnotes and they got yeah. footnotes on like every page but the footnotes are in tiny little font and it's like 2,000 pages like oh, it's Jesus. fucking crazy it's like it's the weirdest <laughs> book ever but yeah a lot of people like pretended to read it to like uh, try and like seem smart hit on girls yeah. or whatever it was yeah, like really? that was the thing with it but there's a part in it where they there's some terrorists who they set up a giant mirror <laughs> over a bridge on a highway and get uh-huh. people to think that the cars are coming <laughs> like they're about to like drive into themselves and they drive off the road and, oh, yeah so you know you could try that what? okay now this giant mirror thing would would the sun not affect that? Would the, the reflection off of the mirror, depending on where you set this mirror up and when you set it up, the sun would be a big factor. Now, you might melt some people's cars just setting this huge-ass mirror up. Like, yeah, that shit would have to be pretty heavy. I didn't even think about... Yeah, they how didn't we say where they got mirror. the mirror at. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how we, uh, you can't go to... The, there's not like a furniture store that has like... That size mirror, uh, just a huge mirror. You're gonna have to helicopter that mirror in, and then hope nobody sees the hell. Like this is some David Copperfield type type did of. You, did you ever help me, uh, like, do any moving jobs when we had the moving I, company? I, I knew you had the moving company, but no, I've never. I, mm, no, okay. I don't think I've ever have. Because uh, it was a bunch of comics that would always help us. But yeah, uh, one of the fun pranks when you're moving furniture is once you get like a big mirror and you walk outside. Just start shining, like reflecting the light and shine it at someone like carrying a heavy box. We used to do that. That's we had fun. fun. Yeah. That's fun. You, good times. So, Ben, you are a comic in New Orleans. That's correct, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you you came down here how long ago? Uh, it, coming up on nine years. Nine years. From where? Uh, the Twin Cities of Minnesota. Aha, uh-huh, Minnesota. And your story is... Uh, pretty unique how you got down here isn't it oh yeah uh basically me and luke you know luke luke olin junk yeah, yeah. Luke OJ. Shout uh, out to luke. we were trying to run away from our old lives uh-huh. and get out of the cold uh-huh. it was the coldest winter ever before Ugh. we left it was fucking terrible uh so we were trying to leave and uh he was like more into like uh playing music he's a musician yeah and i was doing comedy he ended up doing some comedy for a while he's funny dude uh but we were like all right we want to go to a city in the south where mm-hmm. it doesn't get fucking cold where we can both like find a scene and do our shit yeah. so we we're like all right let's go to austin so we had that moving company up in the twin cities and we didn't own a truck or anything so yeah. All we had to do to change where the company was was just change the address on the like U-Haul website for if you hire, like you know, basically methods to come move your shit <laughs> when you run a truck. So we just we're like, all right, we'll just change the address whenever we get there. We'll live out the car for a minute, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's fine. Like we can make money pretty fast. Um, so we decided to drive down, and then we had some friends that wanted to go like party in New Orleans for yeah. a little bit. Uh, and they were like, y'all can stay with us for like a couple days right. before you go over to Austin. We're like, why not? Sure. Uh, you could chip in for gas. Fun times. And then Hell we yeah. ate uh, enough Adderall to uh, wake <laughs> the dead um, and drove all the way through the night, chain smoked cigarettes, uh, listened to a lot of Frank Ocean. Uh, felt a lot of emotions about leaving. He definitely gonna feel emotions. Oh yeah, listening to some Frank Ocean eating Adderall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, just high on speed, fucking <laughs> driving through Missouri in the middle of the night in the fog, fucking you know, listening to Channel Orange and shit. Um, so we drove all the way down straight through, and uh, right as we were getting off the highway, uh, off I ten. The, like, Carrollton exit. Yeah. Um, like, we had literally been driving the whole night. And everything was fine. <laughs> as soon as we got off the highway, the car, like, you know, like, in the Flintstones when that shit, like, falls apart? Yeah. <laughs> it, like, that happened. <laughs> just, ah. And, you know, we were, like, in a emotional state from, like, you know, changing our lives so much. And, like, oh. 
we were still high and had been awake and driving, and we were just like, man, fuck it. This is a sign from the universe. That new, that new Orleans voodoo hit you immediately hit. right there on Carrollton. And then I've told other people like this story uh, over the years since I've been here, mm. and the amount of times people are like, Shit, same. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. There's so many people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 100%. Don't change one word. That was my story as well. It's the goddamn Bermuda Triangle you come down to this boot. You can't leave. It's all for people to leave, man. It's all for people to leave. Like, so many stories. I've told so many people on this podcast. Like, man, I've known people that came down here and was like, yeah, I came down here for a birthday party. And what happened? Well, 35 years later, I never left. And it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Must have been a kick-ass party. <laughs> Gotta been a good party. It just—it's the vibe. How'd man. you it's end up here? You're not like from here, here. Oh yeah, born and raised. I thought you were from outside the city somewhere. Nope, born and raised down here. I mean, I, I mean, I stayed on the West Bank often, but okay. I thought—I don't know why I thought you were from like somewhere else in Louisiana. Yeah, uh, no, fucking thirty-four years and dealing with these fucking hooligans on both of these sides. It's—it's it's been something. I've watched the city grow and age and. And fucking renew itself. Just so many things has happened to the city. The comedy scene is mm-hmm. something else. You know, you were a big part of uh, a, a, a long-standing show right there at Always Lounge, being a host of uh, Saturday Night Always Lounge Cabaret. Yeah, it's uh, you know, me and Paul Oswell uh, did that shit weekly for like you know eight years or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a monthly show now. Just like you know fucking booking shit right. whatever i'll act like i'm not <laughs> pissed about it yeah. uh but now we're calling it moral panic it's like a new thing oh, okay uh it's basically the same shit we're just doing it once a month instead yeah. of once a week yeah but, yeah it's been a minute man i love that place oh yeah those are the times you miss man those are the old times where it gets like a lot of the weed's not there anymore uh i just recently when i'm uh, talking to leon and everything about how how you had the house blues and all that you know, going down fucking memory lane when it comes to this comedy scene. It's just like, ah, oh, man. It's yeah. nice to see where it's going now, but it's so sad to see that it'll never be how it used to be. I mean, probably not, but it's also like, it only takes a little bit to like mm-hmm. jumpstart some shit. You know, yeah. you get like a few people that are really hustling that like know how to put something on consistently, you know, well. And right. it turns that shit around. Like, uh, it's just like people taking it seriously or not. Yeah. Like, and well, at this point, you know, that's not like the, I'm not like trying to do that shit for a living. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I think if you get some people that are and they're like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do whatever I can to make this happen. Yeah. Other people kind of follow suit, you know, yeah. sort of steel, sharpen steel type <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah. Well, are you trying to, what are you, what's your, what's you trying to do with comedy? Like what's your, uh, what's the end game, man? Man, just fuck that's around, a good question fun, to like, ask. I don't know. No, well, uh, now I wanted to to like uh, I wanted to be my lifestyle instead of having me having it. I wanted to be able to to fund my future endeavors in life. Mm-hmm. You know, be able to take care of my family doing just comedy instead of going out in the construction world and putting my life on the line doing electrical. You know, I don't want to do. I'd rather put my life on the line by putting my life in other people's hands hopefully doing well on the stage somewhere instead of let me see what these 120 volts do you know yeah it's hard man like you know yeah. that, that money doesn't come <laughs> yeah. from fucking no it don't nowhere, just, you know? it don't just like, appear in your pocket or your bank account for doing nothing yeah, yeah. you're funny though like, yeah, yeah. No just, reason. I, I, I consider everybody from the era that I grew up in comedy. Like all of us are really good, and it just, it's just gonna take a minute for us to pop off. But you know, eventually it's gonna happen. I just want it to happen before we sixty. Yeah, I mean, so it does happen late for some people too, which is the thing. Yeah. Like, one thing I've been thinking about with comedy lately is like. All right, so it's not my that's not my like first gear right now. Right, where were you going at first? Like, what what was it? Was com- comedy wasn't always the the future for you, was it? Uh, I mean, it was for a while, uh, for like you know a pretty long time. I just got, I'm just kind of, I'm chilling, man. Yeah. Might like start a family. I like yeah. doing like I do like political organizing and shit like that yeah. too. Um, so there's like other focuses, but like with comedy or whatever, it's like. 
if you're like you know if you're funny or yeah. not and i think there's a lot of people who probably know that they're fucking not funny and they, <laughs> and they yeah. just keep doing it they're yeah. like i'll get there hard work <laughs> and it's sure. like really hard work matters to like success or whatever but as far as being funny goes it's like you ain't got that creativity. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, do people Ooh. respond well right. when you're on stage or not? Right. Like, yeah. So, like, the type of people who, like, have that, that shit's not going to go away. Like, you yeah. can always find that and, like, kick it into high gear whenever you want to. Right. Uh, but it's the, it's the industry part of it that's, like, hard. Like, yeah. can you deal with, like, yeah, I'll crack up a room fucking consistently and... I will figure out how to turn myself into a product. Right. Which is like, that's just the reality of like what you got to do to support yourself is like turn you're selling in. something and what you're selling is like yourself. your ha-has. Right. You know, like that's like, that's it. So I got these chuckles for sale. Let's it's hard to do both. And like run. You know, respect to people who like can do both. Yeah. Right now, I cannot do both of those what, things. What is your but, first gear? Uh, really right now, like, I want to like, you know, get the foundation to like start a family and also like, uh, you know, I've always like, I've been a very politically angry motherfucker for a very long time. I think you've noticed that, (laughs) but yeah, like doing like organizing shit. It'd be cool to be able to get paid to do that too, but you know, fucking ever. All the things we love, people don't want to fucking fork up the money for it. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. Let me just get a little piece of the pie while I'm doing what I enjoy. You know, I promise I'll make it good. That's that's what I want. I, I just want people to be like, I promise I, I I swear I'll make it good. I swear you won't hate it. You know, and people's like, nah, I don't know, man. You ain't you don't have as many likes and followers as this person does. It's like I don't know if I can if I can support your your societal fucking discourse because a lot of people ain't following you. It's weird. I don't like it now. I, it's very hard to do what we love now just because streaming and fucking the internet has taken over. Which it, which it was always there when we were starting, but, you know, now it's more prominent to where, you, you know, people have a small attention span. Well, it's also like a lot of people, you know, they find out I do comedy and they're like, oh, let me show you my favorite comedian. <laughs> and then it's like someone who like makes like six second videos yeah. or whatever. It's like, that's cool. That's like people like that shit. Respect to whoever's making six second Dude, videos. Word. But it's like, <laughs> I like to go to a physical room and make everybody in that room laugh. Yeah. Like, that's what I think is fun. Like the whole like live experience of it is what I care about with stand-up comedy. Yeah, it's not like... Those people. You ever felt the energy of a live audience? Ooh, that's different from whatever you're feeling on, on, that, on that screen as you're recording this third take of yours. Yeah, um, you exactly. Know, you know, it's, it's, it's a total difference. I, I've sat down with somebody that was asking questions about comedy, and I'm like, man, you, you got you to gotta be prepared to deal with the energy of not just that one person that you can see, but the energy of everybody in that crowd. No telling what type of day they had. They probably there was some terrible energy, some negative energy. You can get all types of energy, just mm-hmm. a cornucopia of motherfuckers in there. And, and, and fucking blew his mind for a second. He was like, wait, what? It's like, yeah, man. You know how you know how we're talking right now, and you 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 know you feel my expression that I'm talking to you. And he's like, yeah. Now just imagine a whole like fifty people like that, and it's like, oh shit, fucked his head up. Yeah, <laughs> like, and they got their own little interpersonal dynamics yeah. or whatever. Like these per this person, that person, they're relating in one way. This person, that person, they're relating in another way. And yeah, I mean, like that's the that's the beauty of stand up is that like collective experience thing. Yeah. And, you know, being you able to make some everybody fucking happy just from saying stupid shit or yeah. whatever. You know? Yeah, I do. I haven't been to, uh, like you said. I've been also focusing on family at the time, which I I, I try to I try to schedule thing. Well, I try to monetize my my entertainment life so I can deal with more of what I have to deal with. Mm-hmm. You know, me being married now, I got a wife and. I would like to have that that American dream, fucking picket fence in the house and kids and the fucking golden retriever and shit. But you know, so, <laughs> yeah, that, man, that American Who doesn't dream, want the dog, right? The dog exactly, fucking, that ties it all together. <laughs> that American dream though kills the fucking universal dream that you have in your head. That is very difficult to get to. Mm-hmm. Like the American dream is real easy. You know, you just listen to the man, wake up and fucking. 
do this work for this other person that makes all the money and ain't got to do shit. And then, you know, you get a you get a stipend of that. And then you go home and you go ahead and get to feed your family for for the month or whatnot. But don't try to chase a dream where, you know, you get up and do your own scheduling and work on your own and come up with your own shit. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Now though it's like you it's don't get you don't get the whole house you get like <laughs> the apartment and yeah. may, maybe not like a golden retriever but like you can afford like a gerbil or whatever you know like shit's just a little worse than it was when yeah. that like dream got popularized yeah yeah you didn't you you don't really get you get you get the nightmares or the daydreams basically not the full fledged rim sleep yeah you know? I got a whole family of cockroaches I'm supporting. <laughs> Yeah, I bring the kibble home that day. That is, but it it makes it makes. I mean, it makes it so much sweeter when something does pop off, or when you see something pop off for like certain people. Mm-hmm. And like, and it's like, oh, this is nice. I mean, I hate that the way that things have to pop off now have to be for like things going viral or doing something being. Very stupid. And fucking someone throwing a beer at Ariel <laughs> right. or whatever. Right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, she's so much better than that. But hey, if this is what gets her there, fuck yeah. Well, I mean, like with her, it's like she's funny as fuck. We mm-hmm. all know that. And she worked her ass off to be in the position where having a beer thrown at you is something. There's already the infrastructure of people around you that are like, and y'all should have been paying attention this whole time. Right. Like, you know, it takes like... To even like get those lucky opportunities, you gotta already have put in so much fucking groundwork. Yeah, and yeah, it's just tough. There's like a there's a limited amount of you know dollars that are gonna get put to that. Have, have you done many festivals? Uh, a few, you know. Yeah, it's, that's a whole like they're cool too, but like. <laughs> How many of them actually get people anywhere? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's just camp. <laughs> it's camp. It's camp. Yeah, it's like for, you know, uh, comics from Chicago to be able to fuck com- comics from L.A. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you get together. <laughs> like, which, yeah, it's tight. It's a great time. And those shows are always fun. Like, because yeah. uh, the, be- the-, the type of people who go out to like a comedy festival yeah. show are like fucking I love this I'm oh so like, that basically they're there for that yeah, yeah totally they understand that's it's all they're trying to do bunch of, it's a bunch of people <sighs> that they probably don't know and you know they know everyone's trying to show out so those shows are really fun and like I think it is like a it's a great environment for comedy but like shit man you gotta pay to submit fucking 300 yeah. people Probably all three hundred of them are like at least pretty good, <laughs> you know. Right. Like, I'm how are you gonna decide? So it's all like, I've I've never got on a comedy festival, but I nah, I can't say I've submitted to many. I've submitted to a few, and it's just like, I, can you at least tell me if I'm not gonna get it? Like, can I get oh, some type man. of like? When you don't I get just an email paid back. you money. Yeah. <laughs> I paid you money. The courtesy would be at least to give me some type of. You know, statement saying, oh, thank you, but not this year. Just so I don't know that my money went out to the ether somewhere. Yeah. You know, I ain't paid no scammer or some shit like that. I'm we being we already got another Kyle. We can't, <laughs> can't like, have you. Damn it. <laughs> this Kyle comes with dreads and a different skin color. Can we not go this route? Apparently not. Like, I, I, But I don't know. I've always wondered what it is. It's like, is my tape, my submission tape was pretty dope. Like, I don't. I don't get what you're looking for, and you know, and it's like, is it because you don't know me yet? Do you have to be in the circle? Like, I think that's it. I mean, really, it I think feels you like be that. The, that's yeah. how I was when I got out to LA. I was like, oh, if you don't know nobody, and that potluck ain't really a potluck. Like, it ain't lucky. Like, motherfucker knew somebody. Oh, that's yeah. why that person's on the, the like, because when I got on, because I knew somebody, and I was like, oh, this is the politics out here. Ugh, this is gross. So basically. You got these motherfuckers out in this little fish pond, but on the inside is where you got the where you got the real saltwater fish. And this is this is the pond that you pick out of, but that little that little fucking cesspool pond that's on the outside, just in case we might need somebody extra, we might throw the net in real quick and grab somebody and bring them on in. But mm-hmm. other than that, they just gonna stay in that pond. They ain't never gonna come to the come and to the, the big little fish. fish in that pond. 
<laughs> all submit to festivals <laughs> and that's how it sports the actual festival happening like that's like literally the fucking business model of it Ooh. um you know but hey is it, it is what it is man it's tough is it boring okay so since you've uh, since you've been to some because i've never been to like i've always wanted like is because there's so many people that's on the lineup Mm-hmm. Like, does it get boring after a while? Is like, are you because you're waiting, and it's like, oh shit, I'm still here, and there's another person doing comedy. I can only take so much. Of you just comedy. gotta be on shrooms the whole time. Ah, oh. generally everybody is. You know that's what I mean? Tough, it's, good, that's a good. Just idea. think about okay. how, like, just think about the idea of a bunch of comedians getting together True. to celebrate comedy. True. There's a lot of drugs. Yeah. <laughs> that shows up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? I can imagine. Yeah, I can imagine, man. I really need to get on one of these uh, festivals just so I can I can I can feel the festival feel because uh, like I feel so left I feel as if I'm not doing to my potential of being a comedian like I feel as if I'm blocking myself by not doing these certain things like like not being so active on on social media and I feel like I'm blocking myself from the social eyes that I could see. I mean, you if know? you're trying to make money on it, like you probably got to put in like. 10 hours a day of like actual work you know editing fucking <sighs> things and I ain't got putting the time up. for that I'm working 10 hours I know I mean that's, a, that's another thing too is like um, you know tends to be like younger people with less to lose money from their families and shit mm-hmm. like it's not everybody like some people just are like straight up the cream of the crop and you can tell and it's like oh that, that's a can't miss yeah. person but then there's a lot of people that are fucking funny and if they got the opportunity they would show out and right. you know how everything works in our society is the people that already have a you know a leg up on everyone man keep stepping up like that keep st- <laughs> so like you gotta work step up three you gotta, you gotta work fucking extra hard and get extra lucky like you know and the extra lucky it parties. might not even happen but I've, I've always felt as if i was never lucky just things just happened but like with comedy too like Cause like yeah, it's it's disappointing to be like, man, I put in a lot of work on this. I know I'm good, and you're not like reaping the benefits of like the attention and like not having to work another right. job and all that shit. Like, it's frustrating for sure. But kind of where I've like landed with this and like some of the peace that I've made with like, all right, I can take my foot off the gas, and if I ever need to or want to, Grab it back I can up put it again. back on. Yeah, is like. You know, I think doing art for most people and, you know, comedy, whatever, it's the art of being like, what if Joe Biden ate Barack Obama's ass? Like, it's, you know, that's, it's the dumbest art form there ever you was. come up with a chocolatey face. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's yeah. art. Uh, but, like, whatever art you're doing, like, you do that as a way to like find out more about yourself and develop more about yourself. Mm -hmm. And with comedy, like that's like communication. It's figuring out what you actually think about things. It's figuring out like how to create joy out of a shitty situation. Like there's so much that you get personally from doing comedy that is its own reward. You know, it's the same with like music or writing or whatever your like artistic practice is. Like, you should be developing your soul out of that mm-hmm. shit. And, uh, like, in the process of doing that, hopefully it creates something in your outer life that reflects it. And maybe that's not exactly what you thought it was going to be. Yeah. Maybe doing comedy doesn't get you, uh, you know, a career in show business, but it does get you to, like, meet the people in your life mm-hmm. that you care about and you have the skills to like develop a deeper relationship with them because Mm. you know how to be funny or you know how to like listen and pay attention to what a group of people is doing in a way that you didn't know how to do before you put yourself out there and you were standing in front of fucking anywhere from four to several hundred people you know like that's just there's something about doing that that's going to change you and like that's got to be worth something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and, like, hopefully, 
you <laughs> you don't have to work. <laughs> like, that's the hopefully that's the goal that we're looking for. Is yeah, not having not to work. Nobody yeah, wants a fucking job. No, especially chuckleheads. <laughs> you know, fuck no. And it take, takes away from our creativity. We we fucking working for these people that we we could be using our minds and our, our talents for something of good instead of and it's so weird like how do you do you hesitate on telling people that you're a comedian like if it they depends i mean time. there's there's times where i i will but usually that's because i'm in a bad mood like if i'm <laughs> you know if i'm not if i'm not being forthright with someone that's probably less about them and more about it's me more about you. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, I'll tell people I'm a comedian. When people ask why you got into comedy, what do you say? Ah, well, because I didn't know that I was going to go into comedy. Uh, I always explain how somebody told me that you know I should do comedy. Uh-huh. So I, I tell people that I get you know, I was appointed to do comedy. Who was it? Uh, my my one of my best friends, his brother. His brother told me that. Um, we was going to the fucking Saints game one day, like my first Saints game ever. Like I don't give a fuck for football, so he went to go take me to the Saints game. He was like, "Yeah, man, me, you, my mom, dad, my brother, and all that." And, you know, fucking high school buddy. I ain't seen him in a minute, so we go hang out and shit. And you know, I'm being myself, not knowing that you know when you're a comic, you you your normal day is kind of like your stage life. So anything mm-hmm. that you say is fucking silly as shit. And me being my normal self, his brother was. Dying laughing at everything I was saying, yeah, yeah. and I was like, oh, you know I, mean? "I appreciate it. I don't want to overdo it. I don't want to make you lose the laughs or nothing like that." But this is me, and I'm sorry. He was like, "Dude, you're fucking funny, man. You ever thought about doing comedy?" And I was like, "No, what? Yeah, like, what does that even mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, what do you? What does that entail? Like, what do I have to do to do comedy?" He was like, "Man, you ever thought being stand up?" I was like. No, and then right then and there, boom, the fucking, f- the, the the switch flipped. And I was like, okay. And then from then on, I was just like, this is this is what it is. Like, usually if somebody puts like a little spark in my head of something like that I'm very interested in, and I'm like, oh, I can be good at this. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's kind of how it goes. That's why I started growing weed for the first time. Motherfucker put that spark in my head. It was like, <laughs> it's real simple. And I was like, yeah. I like growing shit and I did and I got in so much trouble but I did I was good at it I was good at it though so I'm like fuck yeah comedy alright let me go let me get a crack at it and fucking 11 years later now you know now we got fucking comedy poetry and shit and it's just like ugh yeah <sighs> what am I doing with my life you know I want to settle down and take care of some kids but I also want to get these words that's screaming in my brain out so it's like I don't I don't know how to it's hard to fucking balance everything. Yeah, it it most definitely is. I mean, patience is hard to, yeah. to develop. And like patience and urgency to have mm. both of those things mm. in a way that like makes any sort of sense oh. is fucking nearly impossible. It's that urgency thing that scares me too. Cuz you need both. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't like how is that, you know? How does that work? It's like I can only be so urgent now. This body won't allow only will allow me to be so quick now. And it's like, ah fuck. Alright, and well when I'm gonna have the time to do this and then I'm gonna have the time to do that and I still have to do this and to take care of that. And then bills are still bills. Like they gonna come around. It's like you can't mm-hmm. you gotta be an adult in this in this entirety of everything that you're thinking about also being an adult. It's like fuck. Man. Ah. You know, fucking some history shit. When they had the New Deal, uh-huh. uh huh, you know, fucking giant economic stimulus or whatever, uh, they would just give money to artists because they were like, yeah, we want a society that has art, art and like this is valuable and like you the know these people like, and like now people talk about like, oh, we got to have like a Green New Deal. The environment's collapsing and shit. Like, what's a, you know, like. Art is low carbon impact. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like we're not wasting shit. Like just yeah. give give more money. Give grants out to motherfuckers so that way like people can like live. You know? They got yeah. enough money to do all that shit. You're happy by the things you hear and the things you see that come from 
artist. So, like, give us money. Like, 80% of what people experience when they go out in the world was created by an artist. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, everything you fucking look at, an artist (laughs) did that. Everything that we touch, an artist made that. Yeah. Like, everything we hear, it's all, like, it's all art or it's fucking garbage. (laughs) Like, that's... (laughs) What it is. So, like, give artists money. Like, of all... <laughs> to just go out oh, and make the world okay. I'm definitely voting for you. That I loved everything right there. That, that I should be in charge of shit. <laughs> I have fucking dope ideas, man. That's how you run for some shit. I'm, I'm, I'm totally all on board. What? Go give money to artists. Yeah. Yeah, yeah everything I do look at is done by an artist. And I would much rather, like... I would much rather have art shown to me made by people who like live real lives mm-hmm. than like someone who just happened to have a lot of fucking free time because their parents are rich. Right. <laughs> you know, like Ugh. it's going to end up being better and not like so reflective of everything that sucks about the world. Fucking man, living in this city is, is has been something else. Cause this uh, this city is full of of art, so it, it is just expected for people to be very talented when they come here, and from just for people to leave. Like when I go in other places, like there's you don't get the caliber of of talent that you got down here. Like I, some places, people are good, but it's very hit and miss uh-huh. you know it's like oh that was nice oh that was cool you know but it's not like how, how it is down here like damn that everybody is on and it's just like what did i did i just sit through a free show with this goodness in here i mean to stand out even as a person speaking mm. in this city is so difficult because <laughs> everybody is either out of their fucking mind yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that's its own kind of entertaining <laughs> or they like do some cool shit or whatever you know it's a city that like rewards the band kids yeah you know that's yeah, good for <laughs> that's real. a good thing to yeah. do <laughs> most places that you know playing trumpet you're a fucking nerd and yeah here. it's like oh, pussy here. for the rest of my life i awesome. just thought about like, that i thought about that i was like anywhere else that i would see a fucking a band kid or a band geek i'd be like i get the fuck out of here you play the trumpet but down here in the <laughs> water it's like Ooh, that motherfucker fucking... played a trumpet and a trombone man Mm-mm, that motherfucker bad right there yeah uh, yeah absolutely shit. so yeah it, it's just you gotta be pretty fucking entertaining to yeah. like be considered entertaining to people in new orleans cause, right because everybody down here is doing something entertaining or doing something that 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 pans to the city whether it be food or fucking dance or art or creating something fucking be mike brandon oh yeah, like he he makes just the art that you see on everything his fucking art's been on netflix like so much shit and it's like god i like i went to school with that motherfucker oh really it's, yeah yeah i went to, he went to car Okay. Yeah. yeah. So like, uh, yeah. He, Studio B is fucking yeah, amazing. Exactly. I love that place. Yeah. He he making uh he made um <laughs> he went to Noka and all that and like I was always wondering because I you know I was a drawer and shit I could draw really well I'm like why am I not at Noka like I never knew like what is this, is this a secret society that I can't get in because I come from a private school I never understood uh-huh. but then I understood that people from Noka were really good at shit like <laughs> yeah. really good I'm like oh this is for the motherfucker that like uh, very like eclectic like you you know but it's also like you know you when you're surrounded by an environment like it's like the comedy scene what like five six years ago something Mm -hmm. like that in new orleans yeah i feel like that was like probably about the peak of like yeah yeah and it was just like it was because everyone had to step their fucking game up all the time (laughs) yeah you know (laughs) Uh, yeah now now it's kind of lax it's like all right you love some of that up like some of the just you know really good people leaving fuck that up like it was a it was a wash and i think people eventually just get frustrated where it's like man i'm putting a lot of work into this like yeah i'm I'm not reaping any benefits from it yeah it's just a lack of like money or whatever i mean there just needs to be a good club like run by people 
aren't like you? social pariahs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was <be> good. <laughs> if you had like a modicum of respect within the community, you're trying to right. fucking. And people love you in the city, up. and you ain't trying to fucking take somebody's idea every time you restart something, you know, yeah. shit like that. <laughs> you would get appreciated, but. Mm. I feel like it would make it too. I, people are always like, ah, we can't compete with music or like whatever. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, like the, I've seen clubs work like everywhere. Comedy you know? is still thriving down here. It's been here since. Like people talk about the music scene, but if it's done right, it'll work. Like, but everybody they try to do it, they don't do it right. Just have know? some fucking two for one drink specials, chicken fingers, and, you know, <laughs> like one uh, entree that's like good. That's yeah. like you know what I mean. Yeah, the club is gonna work. Man, House of Blues was the perfect shit. That like uh, that that right there was love to me. Like every time I would go there, I'm like, this definitely feels like the comedy club vibe. Like, why can't this just be our comedy club? You know, it's 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 here close to a main strip mm-hmm. to where we're gonna get foot traffic. You can bark for fucking people. Like, change this shit into our comedy club and let's just run with that. You know, but apparently no. For some people reason, took that concept not, and went yeah. somewhere else, and it's like, god damn it. I, we got to find some people with money, man. Yeah. We got to find yeah. some people with money. To yeah. That's <laughs> why I, was, I, tried to, I tried to leave and fucking go do that and thinking that I could hit the magic button or some shit like that and fucking happy feet that shit. And it is, it is not happening. It's difficult. It, like, it didn't work quickly on happy feet either. But yeah. I mean, going whatever that, that fish back. Dust yourself <laughs> off. Try again type yeah. shit. Pull yourself up by the bootstraps. I mean, yeah, sometimes it just it takes a, a bunch of like, oh, that didn't work. That didn't work. That didn't work. People do shit for decades. It doesn't work. And then sometimes yeah. it does. Sometimes finally something fucking hopefully sticks in those decades. Some of that shit was worth it along the way, though. You know? Yeah. <sighs> what's the what's the best moment in comedy that you've had? Oh, the best moment that I've had. And don't say like. Uh, open for this person or I was on a show with that person like oh, on okay. stage. Oh, okay. You're on the stage okay. and it's, something great is happening. What was what was the best moment? Uh, uh, man. I, it's, I would have to... It would take me a minute to... Oh. Well, I've had some very, really great moments doing poetry, doing my comedy poetry, yeah, yeah. poetry places where eventually people caught on to what I was saying and they would repeat after me. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, th- like those a are, call and response, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Those those are some fun moments where people, because you know the shit, certain shit that I would say would be repetitive, and so people would fucking chime in as well. I was like, oh, this is dope. That's dope. Um... Favorite moments, monumental moments. Uh, I guess going on doing like doing like uh, five minutes and then getting on stage and people being like, "I wish you were on there longer." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Leave yeah. one more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, people being like, uh, people <laughs> being like, "Man, oh man, uh, you know what? This other person right here, he's not doing well. You gonna get back up on stage? Get back up on stage. I wanna see you again." Those are fun moments right there. Those are moments where it's like, "Oh, this is, I this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Just mm-hmm. if I can capitalize on this feeling and then take this moment right here and show everybody and be like, "Bitch, this is what it's supposed to be like." Just you know, let me do my thing, and then you know I can I can have more of these moments here. But yeah, those those moments are very fucking here and there. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I uh, I think for me, um, there's like there's certain sh- a lot. Most of them it was at the Always Lounge. Just like I love mm-hmm. doing that show. I love that room fucking more than anything. Uh. <laughs> Doing comedy, like tripping fucking balls on mushrooms, is always oh. fun. Uh, <laughs> just because you're like, wow, god damn, I can actually like the fact that I can even you can speak still maintain. Yeah, is yeah. like what? <laughs> yeah, god damn it, I feel <laughs> like I shouldn't be able to do this right now, but people ah. are laughing. Like that's fun. But you know, I don't know what like your writing process is, but I'd never have the whole joke 
like written before oh. I go on stage. And sometimes the thing that I don't have is the punchline. Yeah, <laughs> and that's then you crazy. go up and you just back yourself into a corner. And you're like, I have to say something funny to end this. And then yeah. you find it in that moment. Yeah. And it just comes out. And a you're like. A magic moment. Ah, a little magic I moment. Yeah. I, I Usually the shit that I write down is at what I want to say. Uh-huh. Everything I want to say in it. And then when I get on stage, it ain't nothing what I wrote down. But <laughs> in the perimeters of what the fucking premise I was talking about. It's like, God damn it. You know, uh, usually I can I can dance around most of the things that I I, I, I want to speak about. But then that's when the magic happens and like somebody like the the word fairy comes and is like, say this and then puts this in your head. And it's like, oh, why didn't I think of that before? Like it makes the the bit so much better now. Yeah. And that. Yeah. That's that's that was a fun moment. It's like you discovered like you you discovered the answer. Yeah. You were like, the answer was there. And there's no clue. Like I had to take the test before I could discover this answer. I couldn't study for this answer. Yeah. Like it had to come out, come to me in the moment, which is it. That that's exciting. That's exciting when that happens. I've had that at a Buddha belly. That was when I've had a a joke that I was like, I don't know where this is supposed to go. I don't know how it's supposed to end, what I'm supposed to say at the end. And then just within the moment, like everybody's saying a whole bunch of shit. I just boom. And then this happened. And I'm like, that's what it is. Those fucking breakthrough moments where, you know, you feel like you solved the Rubik's Cube. And it's like, oh, I have it finally. Yeah. I envy people that can (laughs) not do that. (laughs) They're like... (laughs) Write the whole thing, and it's like, oh, yeah, I just wrote a solid joke, and that's just what the fuck it oh, is. Because, no, like, you know, if you if you play around with that successfully enough, eventually you're going to be like, I'll figure it out. And then you don't. <laughs> yeah. You're like, and uh, so that's why uh, roommates are bad. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, I'm Benjamin. Night. Yeah, now I've always tried to think of the far-fetched, the, the something I like to think of the the route that somebody isn't going to take. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, oh, there's a door, there's there's probably another door then a back door to that door. That's, door. that's what I'm looking for. That's the answer that I I I, I choose to approach whenever it comes to to writing and everything, but yeah, being on stage, like I've I've had moments where I was I've my first time on acid, I was on stage. Your first time doing acid, you were on a stage. Yes, that's spiritually intense. <laughs> it was so intense because I saw the room in two different colors. Like the top half of the room, there was, was like probably a more colors in there. Oh, <laughs> it was weird. Like everybody was wavy. Everybody was the top half was sepia and the bottom half was like a mauve or a purple or some shit like that. I don't even know if those two colors are the I same, mean, but even it was, to be it was weird. even to be in the point where you are describing a room as having a top half yeah. and a bottom half. <laughs> Like, okay. So you get it, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, full acid trip. Full blown acid trip. I was I, I, I didn't think I would be able to perform. But also, I thought if I did perform, it would be my bet, my best performance ever. Just because you know, I would fucking no hitter that motherfucker, some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, Doc uh, Ellis. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, you got a no no going. It, it was decent, you know. It wasn't nothing to fucking put down in the history books. Uh-huh. But you know, I got through it and I got some laughs. I'm like, oh, okay, this is I'm capable of doing this. But knowing me and Acid, we became friends now, and that's that's not what I would prefer to do. I don't prefer to do comedy on Acid anymore. Yeah, I mean, so that's a it's a it's a sometimes food. Just, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean. Yes, yeah. so it's kind of cookies all the time. No, no, yeah. uh, it's, it get that gets intense, and you know those are things I learned from. I remember taking Acid, uh, fucking an hour before I got off work. <laughs> <laughs> that's a waste of acid man yeah oh no yeah i i made sure 
that I was at, I was going straight home after work. But I told my friend, I was like, he was like, yeah, man, you, you, what'd you do with that acid? I was like, I took it. He was like, what? <laughs> we just got off lunch. I was like, yeah, I'm about to enjoy the ride. He was like, man, you crazy, dude. I was like, yeah. Wait, were you doing electrician? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing electrical. I'm about to be full-fledged acided out in this motherfucker. But it, it's close to the end of the day. So it's just like, it hits me when I'm on my way home to a like it's like oh oh okay spaceship let's get it nah, i gotta get home immediately then yeah yeah behind the wheels probably not it's, it's <laughs> never, I, I mean <laughs> once i realize whenever i'm doing that once i realize that i am driving just like a dream that's lucid once you see that it's it's not a door you know it's kind of like oh once i realize that i am driving i'm like okay i'm driving snap back to reality like don't fuck up but it is, it, it does feel weird, especially because I used to have, a, you know, my cars used to be stick shift and shit. Uh-huh, yeah. So that adds another element to your brain that yeah, you got to think Absolutely of. not. I, I've. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> there were some days where I was like, I don't know if I can operate this thing. It's very difficult because, you know, the pedals go on foot pressure and shit. And I, I have. I have no sense of foot pressure. You, when I'm on acid, there's no sense of I don't even know if I got a piss or cum at the same time. So it's just like, I have no idea. And it's, ah. Uh, oh, those are terrible times driving home back then. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was just. That's That is some spaceship shit. Yeah. I can yeah. do Yeah. Yeah. You gotta just come to the realization that. Hey, you've done this before. You know how to do this. Snap out of it. There's no snapping out of it. There's no snapping out of anything. No, man. no. Just yeah. focus <laughs> yeah. as best you can. You're not going to snap out of shit. As best you can. Just don't put on maggot brain or anything too <laughs> fucking trippy, you know. Yeah. Uh, Just put on some mellow jams. <laughs> I do. I put on some lo-fi, some chill step. Yeah. So I can, I, I can fucking zone out and fucking... Oh. Even that would be too, like trippy for me i'd need to listen to something like like the ojs yeah you know fucking, oh you need to really bring it down <laughs> yeah yeah really like just like so someone who's like 70 singing about yeah. how they love their wife you know what i mean like that's <laughs> bring positivity into this vehicle. Yeah, yeah 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 i feel that i feel that yeah it, it, it can it can get kind of sketchy sometimes i've never had a bad time where i was driving on acid though but i do i, I have to get to the movies somehow and you know that's the best time to take acid uh whenever you're gonna see a, a 3d movie yeah i uh some shit like that i live pretty close to the the broad theater oh nice and uh uh there was like a, a good like year where if I had some time to kill, I would just take mushrooms and ride my bike mm. over to the broad and just see what was playing at the broad. A well, nice bike rocks. ride on mushrooms is nice. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's easy. That's fine. That's a straight yeah. shot down, <laughs> down broad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, well, I got a game of options before we get out of here, man. A game this of is, options. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a game of options. You got four options and four choices. Four choices, four options. All, All right. right. All right. Basically, you get to be one, raise one, sell one, and fuck one. Okay. Be one, mm-hmm. raise one. Right. Raises in like bring it uh, upbringing. Fucking. Okay, yeah. I took sell care of one. It as, right. Sell one. And fuck one. Yes. Fuck one. Uh-huh. As in uh, have explain, relations with. Explain what sex is to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Penetrate this this creature. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. And your options are: it's a mermaid, magui, a Mexican, and a manatee. A mermaid, a magui. Yes. A Mexican and a manatee. And a manatee. You gotta be one of them, raise one of them, sell one of them, then fuck one of them. Okay. <laughs> Clarifying question. <laughs> okay. Am I doing all of these together? Are these separate no, no, lives? Uh, or? Yeah. I mean, because like if I was like a manatee trying right. to raise a Mexican, uh-huh. you know, that's like would be difficult because I would be an animal. Yeah, no, that, that would be that. Just pretend like it's the island of Dr. Monroe. And, and, uh, you know, it, or if you're a merman, I think it's too, I think it's too hard. I'm going to act like these are all separate <laughs> lives. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. Mermaid, a mogwai, a manatee, and a, and a Mexican. I guess, I mean, 
Everybody I would have sex tape. with a Mexican person because okay. that's a human being. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly, that's you know. That's what you do. Yeah, with yeah. other humans. You yeah. Know. yeah. Okay. I'd be a little bit of a freak, but it's humans <laughs> is the end of story. Uh, there. Um. All right. Uh, I would raise. Uh, I wouldn't raise a mogwai because I'm, I'm fucking. <laughs> you know, I know the twist. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna I say a mogwai. I'm not. I don't have midnight discipline. Fucking M Night Shyamalan. What the twist? Yeah, yeah. Um, I would definitely feed that shit after midnight. Um, <laughs> we all get the munchies, you know. I didn't uh, so I would raise. Wait, say it all again. A uh, uh, mermaid, mogwai, Mexican manatee. Be one, raise one, sell one, fuck one. Um, I would uh, raise a mermaid. Okay. I think I'd be a good father yeah. to a mermaid. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You can have your, like, your own Jason Momoa or Snork. I would protect yeah. that, you know, Yeah. that mermaid. Uh, make sure that mermaid lived their best <laughs> life or whatever. Um. So I got to be one of these. I'll be a manatee. That sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A manatee fucking a Mexican. I right, so by process of elimination, you, go, you 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 selling the mogwai? Oh, I'm selling that. Yeah, I'm selling yeah. the fuck out of that. I don't want you anything to do mermaid. with that mogwai. <laughs> you raising a mermaid. That's yeah. good. You're yeah, a manatee absolutely. raising a mermaid fucking a Mexican. See, I gotta be. It's different lives. <laughs> he said it's the crossover. Lives. All this shit gets into problematic territory. That I, I, I just personally wouldn't be very comfortable. Okay, with, you know? so in one life you'd be a manatee. In another life you would raise a, a mermaid. Uh-huh. And in one life you you're rich because you sold this mogwai. And, and then the last life you 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 would have a loving family, married and fucking a Mexican. I, I don't know if we're married. I'm a bullfucking. <laughs> Maybe we're married. I don't know. We'll see. How good is the sex? Okay. Like, whatever. <laughs> what are their interests? <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> I, I jumped the gun. All right, my bad. <laughs> no, you're just like he's husband material for yeah, sure. Definitely. You try to settle down now, so you know, starting families. That's how you start a family. You gotta settle down and. Leave your dick in, you know. That's that's how it goes. <laughs> just leave it. Just leave the damn dick in. <laughs> leave it in there. And then you leave it in there, and they'll come. Everybody comes, and the babies come. You hear about Kyle? Come, yeah, he started a family. He just left the dick in. He's just leaving the dick in. Be negligent. Yeah, you know it. Good time. Oh man, this is fucking fun. My cheeks hurt now. This is good. Oh, this was that, fun. Yeah. I, I haven't had a podcast in a while, but yeah. you were the best guest on No Pods, No Casters when we were still doing the podcast. Oh yeah, it, so. I, man, I, I, I missed that. Like you, y'all were the, like the second people that have ever asked me onto a podcast, and I was like, hell yeah, man, thank Literally, you. Literally, you were the. Hands down, the best guest we had. That, that episode was so fucking funny. Oh, huh? it was so good. Do they still have uploads of that? Like, yeah, yeah. You, okay, you, I'll send you the link. You can okay. link to it because that Fuck shit yeah. fucking rocks. Yeah, that was a fun time. I was like, oh, I told a story on there that was really good. Oh, yeah. also, uh, uh, like up in easily in the top ten experiences I've had doing comedy was one time I was hosting at Siberia, and Ooh, Siberia. I I I called you up. And just whispered in here, I was like, Kyle, do a backflip. Do a backflip. I remember and that. You, just, you didn't even say shit. No you were just like, all right. Boom. Yeah. And then fucking just crushed. Just, you started the set with a backflip. And it was yeah. like, it got better from there. That was yeah, amazing. I do remember. Man, we've had I some had such good, good time times. With that. Good goddamn times. Oh, I miss the old days. It's all right. Things to get back. Get things to get back to normal. I, I have faith in in the comedy scene that I would like to see. I got faith in you, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. Well, let everybody know where they can find you, at, Benjamin. Uh, well, I guess Twitter doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Elon's got Twitter. He's fucking He's it up. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, it's at Benjamin on Twitter. It's uh, at Benjamin underscore Hoffman on instagram yeah and uh 
Hey, if you uh, give a fuck about making the world a better place, wherever you are, you should join your uh, local DSA chapter. Boom. Uh, it's a fucking... You, you don't got to do a whole lot. If you don't know what the fuck to do, there's going to be people that can tell you what to do. If you Hell got yeah. good ideas, there's going to be people who can help you with your ideas. So... Uh, fuck the rich, join DSA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good post credits announcements. I don't know when this is compared to the credits, but y'all get it. God damn it, that's been a good time. They're doing coke on TNT. That's AMC. But this has been Tell Me a Joke, the guideline of chasing the dream. I have been your host of Monaco Minutes, Kyle Smith. Said a whole thing like a pimp named Slickback. And until next time, keep joking, dreamers. Peace. Yeah.